Welcome to the 13th episode of the Purple, Yellow, Red and Blue podcast, a Portugal the Man podcast. Each podcast I'm joined by a guest to talk about everything going on with Portugal the Man. News, social media, tour dates being added, that sort of thing. Some remixes, some live shows to analyse and some little other bits and pieces. Also each episode with the guest we have the PCM song game, we also like try to catch them out with that. We also talk about their live show experiences, that sort of thing. You know, like catch up, learn how they discovered the band as well. Mm. Uh, you can find this podcast, past and future episodes, up on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast. Maybe I'll get around to doing Apple one day. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> and thank you to Liam, who's the creator of the artwork and the thumbnails. My name is Mark, and my guest joining me today is... Hey everyone, I'm Ralph. Uh, you might know me from the Reddit as uh, Love Me or Rage Me, or in the Discord um, with the same name, or also just Orange, I go by in the Discord. And what a good colour that is as well. Did I tell you my favourite colour was orange? I think you did mention that, yeah, we, we <laughs> talked about that a little bit. And it kind of, so like, small quick anecdote is it kind of became that way because my Reddit username of Love Me or Rage Me has always kind of read as Love Me Orange, and people has always just kind of mistaken it for that, so I kind of just adopted that for the sake of being easier. I actually read it, yeah, I do read it, read it as Orange. No, you mentioned it the couple yeah. of times I've read your username. <laughs> I completely get that. No, I, I, I like it. Yeah, how you how you doing, Ralph? On this uh, this Sunday morning for you, Sunday afternoon for me. I'm great. It's kind of a a dark, dreary winter morning in New York for me, but um, you know, that's kind of how it's like for six months out of the year here. So nothing out of the ordinary. Yeah, I likewise. It's very uh, very overcast. It's been raining a little bit. We had a bit of snow on Friday, a little bit of sleety snow, which for the first time this year, basically post summer, draw the line there. We um we got uh, we got snow for the first time, so yeah, I'm uh I you know had to clear that up, had to deal with all that. I've been I've not been able to drive my car for about two weeks, and the first day I could, it it decided to snow. So I had that fun thing to look forward to first thing in the morning, but no, it was uh it was all good, all all taken care of, uh, and maybe we'll get a bit more snow, but I don't know. Yeah, uh, again, thank you for coming on today. We're gonna. Got some things to talk about, Portugal, Portugal the man-wise, I should say. Best place to start with people, Ralph, is how did you like come to know of the band, like learn of the band? What is your sort of uh, first contact, we'll say? So um, my story is that I just, in high school, um, just kind of coming into my own, trying to figure out my music taste and everything, uh, I specifically remember very vividly sitting in the basement of my parents' house, like, working on a project for my art class that I was taking. And that's when uh, 
Apple Apple was trying to push their like Apple Radio thing. I think they were trying to kind of compete with Pandora a little bit. Um, I don't think it's still a thing anymore, but it was a thing at that time. So I just threw it on, and I just remember like I don't know how or why, but the song "Purple, Yellow, Red, and Blue," which fitting, um, just kept being like the first song that would come on when uh, whenever I would like play the Apple Radio and. I would, I admittedly, I would skip it like all the time. I'd be like, oh, like I want to listen to songs I know. I don't want like whatever this is. And eventually, finally, I was just like, all right, like they suggest this song so much. I'll finally listen to it. So I did. And I was like, wow, I've been hurting myself because the song is amazing and I've been skipping it for who knows how long. Um, and this was right around the time that Evil Friends was coming out. I was like, wow, this is really cool. Like, I want to check out more by the band. So I listened to Evil Friends, completely fell in love with that album. Still might be my favorite album by them. Um, definitely, it definitely changes every now and then, but that is, it's special to me because it's the one that brought me in. And I just kind of did a deep dive through everything they ever put out. And I just was really amazed by like how each album had such a different sound, but was still done so well. Yeah, and then it's been a fan ever since. Yeah, very very fitting actually purple yellow red and blue we um we have a very similar kind of start date as well i was kind of around kind of around like in the mountain in the cloud kind of around that time uh maybe a little bit post-release of that it's kind of when i discovered and we we're talking beforehand about uh sport a little bit and i'm, I'm quite a big football fan or soccer in in the u.s and uh obviously they had songs on the fifa game so i'd play that i'd lose a game i'd go back to the main menu Got it all would start playing and I was like, oh, I quite like this. And then with FIFA 14, Purple, Yellow, Red and Blue was on that one. And then, event, you know, like eventually I was a fan and it was like, oh yeah, they've got this, okay. And we started like developing taste at that age as well. I was about, you know, 16, 17, around 2013, which is kind of where most of your like roots of your musical taste, a bit like you, kind of started as well. Right. No, it's kind yeah. of, it's pretty interesting. You know what, it's pretty interesting to hear everyone's start story or like first because everyone's has been different <laughs> every single person there's not one person who's got exactly the same story there's some people who like didn't mean to go to a show and then like some people were like oh i discovered through like this or like i heard it in public or like a friend was taking me every everyone's experience is different which is kind of crazy to me because most people nowadays with a new band you'd think oh i heard them on a streaming service but i suppose they're og enough they were kind of big before the, you know, you had to listen to them on one of the big streaming services or whatever, you know, not quite, not quite the, the blog area, but the blog era, but kind of in between that. Yeah, no, but it's pretty cool to hear everyone's like startup story. What's, um, you said Evil Friends is your favorite album. Is that, is, are there, are there any ones contesting Evil Friends? Is there anything else at the top there? You know, sometimes it's just whatever one I listened to most recently. <laughs> um, but again, Evil Francis has such a big nostalgia factor for me, which I know is weird to say because it's not that old of an album. But again, like since that's the album that kind of got me into the band, it just holds such a special place in my heart. Um, Ten year anniversary, to be fair. Ten year anniversary. Yeah, that that's true. Wow, crazy. In my head, in my head, I was telling myself like, "Oh, that came out like five years ago," and but wow, no, that was ten years. Mad as Woodstock is six years old, and that feels. That doesn't feel like six years, does it? Six, yeah, six that's and a wild half. to think about. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. To, it's a lot to think about. And evil friends, and 
Yeah. But yeah, anything you listen. Oh, fair enough. I um, I quite like in the mountain. I quite like church mouth. I quite like waiter. I quite like American ghetto if I'm in the mood for it. But I think yeah, I think with Chris Black this year. I've definitely. I don't know how you were feeling. Well, you know what, we'll talk about it generally. How are you feeling about Chris Black changed my life in general? Because I've asked people and everything over has been surprised how much they like it and how positive people are on it. How are you feeling about it? I, you know, I loved it from the get-go. I, you know, the singles, the singles, I liked what I was hearing there. I liked where the sound was going. And then the whole, I'm very much, uh, I listen to albums as like a complete project. Um, so once I had the full project and I could listen to it front and back, you know, that just made it everything, even all the singles I had heard of, you know, a hundred times before so much better just because, um, you know, it was complete and everything flowed together and I got to hear the transitions and you get to hear, cause it's obviously a very, very thematic, deep personal album for them. Um, so when you get to hear that story start to finish, um, it's just so beautiful. And I just, I really, I really do love it. Well said, well put, exactly, yeah, I, uh, it's, uh, Chris Black has been, it's been a good, it's been a good journey, I think, this, this year especially, like, the countdown, basically, from, like, the singles coming out, and the kind of ramp up, it was nice to be back in that, well, we're not just waiting for news, we've actually got something to talk about, and fans can, like, get excited about something, and you've definitely seen it, I mean, we were talking about the the Reddit and the Discord earlier, and, like, how much more vibrant it is, and, how much more yeah. we're talking. And like that doesn't happen when you're a fan of like a band that hasn't done anything for a few years. Maybe they're not touring, maybe they're not doing that sort of thing. But I, I also I like I really like Chris Black. And I also, like you mentioned, I am a big I just put on an album, front to back, and I know everyone was posting their Spotify raps, but one of the things it did say for mine is, Oh, you like listening to stuff all the way through. You're like committed. And I'm like, is that committed now? I don't know. I, just, I, I like just I like just putting it on. Like I feel like they have a story to tell with each album. Is that the bar of le- bar of entry for commitment? Is listening to an album a forty minute thing? It's not even that long, is it? I mean, uh, yeah. I don't know. I really like Chris Black. I think Grim Generation, Dummy, Dow, Plastic Island. There's so many good. I mean, I, I, I'm still enjoying it, and I'm not overdoing it as well. I'm pacing myself so I don't get burnt out of listening to it you know it doesn't get old yeah and that's that's a good way to do it um because i definitely i definitely could do that to myself sometimes where especially when something first comes out it's all i listen to and like for example and i won't get too sidetracked here but when uh the rap and everything or i'll admit i'm an apple music user so mine was a replay instead of a wrapped but um i i get like obsessive and for me this year my top album was the uh actually the Sampha album um that he did this year and i wasn't even that big of a fan of his before like i listened to his other album i liked it it's not like i listened to him religiously this album i don't know what he did with it but i listened it came out a month ago and i had like almost 500 plays on my replay in just one month on that album and bloody hell yeah yeah <laughs> i know i i don't know concerning impressive i don't know i'll let you guys be the judge of that but uh yeah so i can definitely get that way but again even with all the times i was listening to chris black when it came out it's just it was so fresh every time and i'm still not sick of it but like you said like i i can see because i definitely do that to myself sometimes but i haven't gotten to that point with this one yet so i'm, I'm happy about that 
Yeah, I I don't plan on like. I, I mean, five hundred times is excessive. <laughs> Just a little <laughs> bit, I'd say. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure I have the time for that, but no, fair, hey, impressive. I'll give you that. Uh, I don't know how much. I think they were my number two artist. I do have. I don't use Apple Music yet. I'm not a. What, what was it called? Not Wrapped or. What was the other one you said? It's called it's a uh, replay. Replay, part of it. I'm 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 not too familiar with Apple's ecosystem. I'm one or two devices, but not big into them. Not I said big into them. Not used them too much. Oh right, I didn't know. I so I also heard YouTube also does like a thing as well. But I mean, I don't know about you. I like I'll search up joke songs and like funny videos on there, and I don't really want my end of year rap to be a 1998 song called Horny. Which, which is, I just put it on because we were talking about football earlier. One of our football players, there's, this, I, I have to explain this in full. So basically, the player is called Orsi, and the song is Horny. And basically, when you say those words, they kind of sound similar enough. So basically, the chant at games is Orsi, Orsi, Orsi. Uh, it's kind of in the same vein, and. It's gotten so bad that before the kickoff at the games, they'll play about 10 seconds of the song. And I'll be honest, probably not great for kids to be hearing. But you know what? It don't sound that bad. So anyway, <laughs> enough enough plan for for uh, moose tea and oh, I don't even know fucking Jesus. Anyway, they also do the tequila song as well, which I'm sure everyone's heard of. But I've already talked too much about sport anyway. I wanted to ask you, um, you mentioned favourite album, Evil Friends. What about a favourite song, like individual track? Doesn't have to be on Evil oh. Friends or like some of your favourites. What are you? What are favourites? My, my all-time go-to is always gonna be the Pushers Party. I just that song just like front to back, start to finish. It's just perfect. I love everything about it. It's just such a groove. I always jam out. I'm always like, I'll always sing it really loud whenever it comes on. Um, just. The melodies and the guitar riffs and the groove and everything that song is perfect 10 out of 10 i did i didn't think i'd expect to hear the pushers party as your favorite one but fair play i i quite like that one uh, american ghetto yeah that's a that's a good little track is that i'll put it on actually after this and jam out to it yeah, yeah. i i just well and just like american ghetto you did ask a little bit ago and about like close ones to evil friends and i guess a more serious answer would be american ghetto would be right there like i love the more like psychedelic vibe to that one it's just it's so good and i think that was one of i'm trying to remember i might be wrong about this but that might have been one of the first portugal the man uh records i owned i actually bought it off of uh chris from the discord like way back when when the discord you know way before the discord just you know we had always we've, we've been in touch for a long time through the reddit and uh i remember he was selling a bunch of records and that was one of them and i bought that one off him a, a while ago and um i think that might have been the first one i i owned by them any uh physical media from them yeah yeah oh yeah. wow cool i think i have it somewhere on cd that's pretty cool having american ghetto on on record, that's oh, awesome. And shout out to Chris anyway. Yeah, I've I've had him on once or twice. Yeah, he's he's a good lad. He's good. I like to think of him as like the uh, the connector between the fans and the the band. He's kind of that middle middleman a little bit. Not middleman energy, but you know what I mean. I think he does a, <laughs> does a good does a good job there. Yeah, yeah he definitely uh, 
he definitely really like took on that role and especially like you know in the downtime like being a member of a of a music like fandom and community like reddit or discord is such like highs and lows because those times when the a band will take four or five years off you know you kind of the, the core members of like a community will stick around and chat and you know they'll talk and but when there's nothing going on it's like you know especially like from you know like as as a mod or like an admin of those communities people start to ask like hey like it's kind of dead in here what are we going to do and i'm always like kind of shrugging my shoulders like we're going to wait a little bit and hope that they make an announcement soon that's <laughs> kind of going i'm kind of going through that in another uh discord for another uh band oh, where they just haven't like announced them. anything in years so it's like name them and shame them come on yeah uh it is the uh foster the people discord oh so they yeah they have been um mia for a while now um but there's there's been a little bit of movement of teasers and stuff like that on social media so we'll see where that one goes yeah but uh chris uh he was he always was like helping out even like before like coming on and doing the discord and being a mod in the community and everything like he was always helping us out with stuff kind of behind the scenes like always doing stuff for us um and then the discord idea kind of like finally started we started to get the ball to roll so we just like you know we're like hey like he just really took the lead on that and you know we helped him out as much as we could but i will say you know it was like 99.9 percent .9 of the work was big shout out to chris he he's definitely he's the man responsible for you know a lot of the growth in this community the past couple of years and i love him he's just a good guy all around so i always love chatting with him yeah massive shout out to chris as well the link man the back the uh you know the link man between everything always helping out yeah and he's he's always been really like helpful when i've i've gotten to ask questions or like how do i do this or should i approach that he's always like pretty helpful and pretty responsive as well more on like the discord side i'm not on the reddit as much i I, I, I frequent it, but, you know, I could be on them more, but I don't know. I yeah, breaks, I... Breaks from that is uh, not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, I... I My activity on Reddit has definitely decreased quite a bit. I'll still, like... I'll mostly look at posts that come through in the Discord and that channel where it shows, like, what's been posted to the subreddit. Um, that's kind of how I, like, yeah. glance at the subreddit and if, like, I see something that, like... Oh, then I'll click on and go to Reddit, but probably for the best that, you know, ever, with that whole, like, uh, API debacle that happened a few months ago, um, I was, like, a, I was a big Apollo user. That was, like, my app. I didn't want to get the official Reddit app and everything. And ever since I lost access to that, I just kind of, I'm, like, my, I'm just, like, do I really even need to be on Reddit as much as I was? So I guess it's probably for the best that um, I don't go on Reddit as much anymore, like, a lot less doom scrolling um mm. but um yeah i still try to keep up with like our subreddit and like a couple of subreddits here and there as i can but yeah i just not as much for me anymore i I've, i'm only in r1 to be honest i'm only in r1 and i'll, I'll jump I'll, I've, I've had a look at other ones but how do i say this it's a bit like it's a bit like going to a friend's party and you only know one person there it's a bit weird. You're like, well, who do I talk to? Like, I don't know anyone. What's the vibe like? Like, what, what is the energy? Like, I don't... 
Like, if I go on the Foster the People one and be like, hey, they've done three albums, they, like, didn't like their label, now they've done two EPs, which is kind of what the deal is with them, and now they're kind of mm-hmm. figuring out what's happened. There's been a fair bit of change with the lineup as well from what I... I don't really know everything to... I mean, this isn't a Foster the People podcast, so I don't know how much I should be talking about this, but, you know... <laughs> they've, they've got ties with the band as well. Have they... Has there ever, has there ever been a collab between them, or have they worked with each other... I think there is this something. They definitely know of each other, but I don't know how far it stretches. Yeah, I I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Um, but yeah. I also wanted to ask you: uh, Have you got any like memories with the band? Sorry, have you got any memories with the band or meeting the band or any experiences like that? And also chuck in like live shows. Have you been to many? Or probably yes, I assume. But like recent ones, older ones. Any experiences? Any highlights you want to bring up? Um, yeah. um, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to show my face in the discord after this gets published, but, um, I confession time, I've never seen them live. I, I know a, you are in a safe space. Do not worry. Speechless. Do not worry. Um, so my, yeah. my, my, my thing is kind of like anytime they've like, I, I love going to concerts now and that's kind of more of like a recent past few years thing for me is really going to concerts um and before like i either was just not had no interest in going to concerts or um i was very much in a spot like i would never go if like my friends wouldn't go with me but now i'm very much in a space where like i will go to a concert by myself in a heartbeat if i have to um so now it's just a matter of waiting for the right time like i will definitely catch them soon um, now it's just a matter of waiting for the right time where they have a date close to me and like it works out with my work schedule and anything else I have going on. But um, yeah, before it just, I don't know, didn't work out, but I, it, it's very, very, very high up on my bucket list. So don't worry. <laughs> no, it's all, it's all good. Like I, I'm in a kind of a similar boat where I think last time they came to England was 2018, 2019, I forget. And at that time, I pro- I was uh, I remember it actually. I think they were doing it during the summer, and I had literally was I was out of work for about a month. Um, I got laid off, and my first priority was I would really like to go to this, but I've got some adult shit to take care of. And yeah, I just uh, since since then I've actually started going to a few more shows for whatever reason beforehand. Sorry, for whatever reason beforehand, I just wasn't too interested or really have like the money to do it or whatever reason i'd make up the excuse but now i'm like if there's someone i really like like a like a favorite yeah i'll go but we haven't had as many artists come across the pond in the last post pandemic Uh, unfortunately due to like travel costs and things like that i've talked to a couple of english fans portugal the man fans um two actually not far from two actually not far from me about an hour hour maybe two hours away and they've both gone to the US to see them this year during their like post Chris Black tour and I'm like I don't have the money to do that unfortunately I really want to but I don't think I could spend the thousand plus pounds to go do that spend a couple of days in whatever town meet up with someone from the discord or something I could have I could have maybe done something but it's not the year for uh for other reasons i'm i'm trying to buy a property so um it's, a, it's yeah. a bit tough but yeah uh i would also like to see them sorry i've heard mumblings of next year but who knows i i until i see in like 
writing. I'm not going to believe it, to be honest. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see. They've got things to take care of. They want to stay close to home, but, you know, Australia right. show next year. We'll talk about it later. Mexico show next year. I don't know. They're not quite not exactly close to home, are they? So, uh, maybe I have right, a chance. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, you never know. I, um, I have also recently in the past couple of years realized my love for, for festivals and going to music festivals. Obviously they are, they frequent festivals. Um, I just, you know, haven't gone to one where they've played at this point. Um, but that would be ideal is to, I would love to just like find a festival they're playing at and go so I can see them and I can see other artists I like and just make a whole like weekend out of it. Um, I went to, I went to Coachella this year and that was quite an experience. Um, you know, opposite side of the country for me so flying out there and but i mean it was awesome i i loved it it was it was a great time i've heard i've heard many a thing about coachella yeah i suppose it is yeah. it's double the distance for you what it would be so it's double the distance for me what it'd be for you but it's still a long way you are going from east to west so yeah impressive yeah, yeah that's, you went all that way. uh definitely the farthest west i've been in the country like i've been to texas once for work a couple of years ago but other than that i usually have stuck to like the east coast but uh yeah it was cool it's a different world on that side of the country yeah different different kind of energy out there who else did you see i should say um i have a i have a list give me one second to pull it up i make a list of all the concerts i've been to just because i don't know i like to keep track of it and uh let's see some of the memorable ones from uh coachella where um I got to see TV Girl for the first time, and that's actually a band that I more recently got into, so it was cool to see them live. Um, I got to see Gorillaz, which was awesome, obviously legendary. Hey, and nice. they brought out, they brought out, um, who did they bring out? I went the first weekend. Um, I can't remember off the top oh, of my head, but they brought a bunch of people out. Oh. Um, I got, I got to see, um, you know, I'm into hip hop rap too, so I got to see Metro Boomin, and I was kind of curious what that set was going to look like because he's you know a producer not a rapper um so the, but he ended up bringing out people like uh he brought out john legend he brought out the weekend he brought out future and 21 savage like he brought all these people out so i was like I, is, this is one show at coachella but he brought Jesus. out all these superstars like getting to see the weekend i was like i did not expect that at all like i love the weekend that was really cool uh jay paul his first you know the the man the myth the legend who's never performed live he's been like you know that like kind of uh cult favorite like underground for for years and years and years but he's never performed live and he made his first live performance at coachella who else boy genius was amazing love them um they sounded so good live and then uh, the big, you know, a lot of a bit of controversy surrounding this one, but I was there weekend one, so I did get to see Frank Ocean before he ultimately canceled the second weekend. Um, I love Frank Ocean. I am a massive Frank Ocean fan. That's actually the second time I've seen him. Um, I will say, for anyone wondering, I think the drama was a bit blown out of proportion, and it was a beautiful, beautiful concert. So that's that's my two cents on uh, on that part. But yeah, those are those are definitely some of the standouts for me awesome you did you saw a lot of people i'm quite impressed and getting to see the weekend for free as well it's got to be well yeah you did for the price of admission or whatever that's pretty cool you know he's uh i think he's probably the number one artist in the world at the moment probably with with uh taylor at the moment you know them two just killing it at the moment um portugal we'll, we'll come back 
We're top 100, I'd say. I think we'll get back. We'll, we'll push that. But, you know, um, they can have a crown for now. We'll, we'll, have, a, we'll have another 2017 again and uh, we'll be back. <laughs> right, yeah. right. We'll be over, we'll be over um, uh, Godfall. They're actually like the fourth biggest artist in 2017. And uh, I remember seeing that like graphic of Drake number five and then John's face at number four. And I'm like, this was weird. This feels weird. We shouldn't yeah. be here. Like, what's going on? <laughs> this feels, this feels, no, that was a, that's a cool time. No, you did really, you saw some pretty cool, uh, pretty cool artists. Um, yeah. Time. And yeah, just getting to see so many people that, and you know, my list is a lot more than the people I named. Those were kind of just the standouts, but, um, getting to see so many people that even I just like have heard a couple songs from, um, but I'd be like, Oh, like, well, we don't have anyone else we want to see during this time slot, so let's go see this this band. And it, yeah, it's cool. You know, live music is always it's always better. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What did you think of um, Damon and uh, the Gorillas then? What was their uh, what was their side? What was their they were they were a little bit. They were great. They played like they hit pretty much like every album in their discography. Like they played something from pretty much every album. Um, you know, it's a lot of new stuff, a lot of old stuff, a lot of the hits. Um, and just obviously like damon has just such good stage presence and energy great performer um sounded great live and again like always appreciate when he brings people out you know since especially on their more recent stuff they've been collabing with like a ton of other artists Mm -hmm. so having like those people come out too and play with them on stage and you know everyone's friends and just good energy uh it was really cool. Yeah, they were they were great. That's definitely a band I've always wanted to see live, and it just you know they were they were opening or they weren't opening, but they were like the second to last set of the night before one of the headliners. I forget which headliner it was, but uh, oh. yeah, no, it was it was really cool. Oh, pretty cool. Yeah, awesome. I was curious. I I pick up the one British act <laughs> the entire list. Yeah. Yeah. No, actually, the they were actually the first band I actually got into ever. When I was a kid, yeah. That was nice, yeah. I, I love gorillas. So yeah, that two thousand and five. Um, uh, I, can't, I can't remember now, but the four heads, two by two, kind of mimicking the Beatles. Actually, uh, Demon the, Days. Demon Days, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that was that's the first one I ever bought as a kid. Yeah. To look at that. Uh, I was like nine or eight, eight or nine years old or whatever. Yeah, that's another just like perfect album that i mean i'm very basic answer but plastic beach is my favorite I, that album is incredible but demon uh, days is like close number two yeah plastic beach we've got plastic island yeah <laughs> yeah yeah we we, we, we have we have our own we, got we our have own gorillas one, yeah. yeah we got our own one um when you mentioned i probably dare i want to say is where they got everyone up they got more people up i want to say because there's a couple of features on that one but i could be wrong if they yeah yeah um i'm trying to remember i don't really want to we're not we're on our third tangent already but um, yeah sorry I'll, i just keep i keep breaking no, off from our main good. conversation here <laughs> no no it's all good it's uh it's part of the show yeah i don't know we've got some uh some news ralph i think we could uh transition uh i wanna i wanna start off with talking about something which i wasn't even sure if it was correct before we started recording but i confirmed it um Portugal the Man will be playing in Mexico in 2024. Uh, we got this confirmed a little while ago, actually, maybe like a month ago or something. I could be wrong. Um, they'll be playing at the uh, Viva Latino uh, Festival 
which goes on during March 16th to the 17th, 2024. And they'll be playing alongside uh, multiple, multiple acts, like a lot of acts. Um, we're going to be playing for that sort of weekend of music. Uh, again, uh, we mentioned uh, last episode with Dylan, who is from New Zealand, about band coming to uh, Australasia, coming to Australia, and it'll be a great chance for him to go see him. It's pretty cool anyway, nevertheless, to see them travel a little bit outside, you know, the US bubble, the Can- the Canada bubble, you know, push up a little bit out of the comfort zone a little bit this year and uh, go back to Mexico, you know. I'm pretty sure recently um, Eric's actually uh, liked to post about someone saying, oh, come back to Brazil, and he's like, yeah, we'd love to. So maybe South America as well. Yeah, what are, you, what are your thoughts on Mexico show next year? You know, I, I love that because um, they they know like you know they have fan presence all over the world and they they do i give them credit they do try their best to hit you know beyond just the typical north american you know u.s canada um because you know now they're trickling into mexico and in australia like you mentioned and um and especially just going back to what you said earlier you know they have a lot going on and um you know they could just stay close to home and i think people would understand if they did too but they're still pushing themselves to make sure they hit these areas so you know fans outside of just your typical uh north america canada dates or like when you know those those occasional european dates that they do get that chance to see them those people that only get like you know they're still making sure they think about those fans that might only get to see them every few years so i you know i respect them for it yeah absolutely and um I can't, I can't say I've been following what days they've been doing in Mexico, so I'm not sure how long it's been. It, it must have been a few years if this is the first time they've come back. Yeah, it's great. It's excellent if you're a you're a fan in that country. Uh, Mexico fans go pretty crazy as well. A bit like the rest of this, uh, not the rest of South America, but with South America, they're a pretty passionate crowd as well. So they get up. They'll be pleased to see them. They always like it when they make the effort. It's the same with everywhere else around the world. If you like, if you go to Australia, they're like, "Hey, you remembered us? Thanks." Yeah, and uh, places like that. So, no, I think it's awesome. Um, I'm glad they're doing it, and they're kind of breadcrumbs of like what the next first half of next year will look like. You know, we've got the Australia show, we've got this one. Um, I think we've got a few more music videos to come out. Maybe we've got some uh, something in the works. Maybe another single or something. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe a small like Europe worldwide tour or something, a Chris Black change my life, or maybe a Francis change my life tour, something like that. You know, you know, maybe something like that. I don't know. Speculating, we could. I don't know. I, I don't know anything, but I'd like to say something like that would be cool to happen. But respectfully, understand. You know, with everything that John's gone through with his jaw and you know the situation with Francis at the moment, he's right. Going to and Mexico they uh, for a weekend. Oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah, and they um. They are, you know, even if it's like the time span, say, between like Evil Friends and Woodstock a few years or, you know, the, the couple years between Woodstock and um, Chris Black, um, they're, you know, even if we don't hear from them, they're always working. Like you can tell that they're always working on stuff and they're always thinking about the next thing and they're not just like taking time off. And even like even the time that we don't see them working on music or, or going on tour or whatever we see we see what they are doing is they are participating in, in activism and um and stuff like that so it's like they're they're always doing something 
and they're, they're, they're workhorses. And it's just like, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta give them credit for that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. They, um, we obviously don't see everything behind the curtain. So, I mean, we didn't know about his jaw until last year. We didn't right, know about yeah, Francis exactly. until, was it early this year as well? So like they've yeah, been dealing yeah. with this stuff internally for a little while before any of the fans really knew because let's be honest, twenty seventeen to twenty twenty three it's a bit of a long wait. You know, it was a little mm-hmm. bit of a long wait and yeah, we got features and you know, we got uh, a couple of like singles for this, that and the other, but it weren't hitting. It, I don't know, it just wasn't hitting the same and we'll be getting back to that post album tour kind of rhythm maybe more live shows, and they've done a lot of live shows this year. I thought they would do like eight shows, and that would be it. They have done those seven or eight kind of magnum opus shows that they said that John John said that he wanted to do, but they've kind of chucked another like 30 dates in there in between as well. They've just been they've been on a mad one. And yeah. it's just, just massively impressive. They've over overestimated what I thought they would be able to do, and the fact that they're doing two... You know, there'll be branching continents next year. Hopefully multiple continents, for my sake. Um <laughs> be cool to have them over here, but yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Be good to uh and, it's, uh it's impressive, yeah. So everything they do, they have fun with it too. Like that's that's the best part is they work so hard but you know, play harder. They just I, I remember vividly one of my like favorite memories was uh around the you know long wait before Woodstock, like you just said, um, you know, people are starting to clamor. That's, we kind of, were getting at that time, we believed what would be glooming and dooming. Um, so, you know, there's, you know, what, who knows what's going on at that point. But then when they were finally able to start, you know, when, when the rollout started happening, um, John actually, he messaged, um, I don't remember, where he messaged us on, but he messaged the mod team of the subreddit and basically like leaked noise pollution to us, like himself personally. Uh, I've heard and that. Okay. He, it, it was it was the funniest thing. Like we didn't ask for that or anything. We weren't like, hey, like send us music. Like you know, we're not like entitled to be like, oh, we're the mods. We need stuff from you. Like no, we just he just kind of did it out of the blue one day. So we he was like, you can't post this, but you can like generate hype and like start like teasing people so we would go into all the comments um i'd have to find the posts i mean they're old old posts if they're even still up in the subreddit but we started going into all the posts with uh where people were talking about like oh when are we getting new music when are we getting new music and we just like reply with smiley faces or i would reply with like the purple like smirking devil emoji just like and people started being like what's going on like the mods are starting to act weird like something's happening and then like a week later um is when the noise pollution video dropped and people were freaking it was like stuff like that like it's fun and even uh even this rollout like in the discord i think sometimes much to the detriment of rich john would just be like hey here's here's this um here's yeah. this before, yeah. like we're releasing this song tomorrow here's here's the dropbox file for it or something like that um yeah he's, he's always having it's, it's Oh, yeah, it's and it's always about it's always about the music for him, and that's the thing. Like, it's just he they take care of their fans and they have fun and they work hard, and you know that's just a huge reason. Just beyond the actual songs and albums, why I love them so much because they they actually care, and you can tell. 
absolutely yeah and just uh, anyway for the people doing the uh, the bingo cards we can cross off dooming and glooming they'll once a podcast mention of the album the mike d shelved album so there we go for anyone at home thinking about that yeah no the, it's always been about the art for him and the band and doing everything for that so yeah it's uh much much to rich's detriment as you said yeah you know uh, someone someone accidentally leaked it three days early the album which was pretty cool so it I, it just started playing and I just I couldn't do anything Ralph it just started but I couldn't unhear it I was like oh my my tainted ears oh had it ruined for me <laughs> no it was uh, that was awesome to hear um, but yeah anyway um, tangent aside yeah Mexico should be fun sixteenth uh, to seventeenth of March obviously closer to the date I think their actual like time slot will be booked in. Uh, but yeah, if you're uh, if you're a Mexican fan or live down there, check it out. Good chance to go catch a bar. Yeah. All right. Uh, next thing I want to talk about, if that's sort of everything you wanted to talk about, Mexico show. By the way, Ralph, if there's any final thoughts about that, I don't know if you have any. No, I think I, no? I think I said it all. Then you said it all. Nice. We've got some uh, got some remixes got a couple of remixes recently um last time we had a couple of videos to catch up on this time we've got some more remixes it's not like feel it still where there were 225 of them and we i, I never have time to listen to all of them uh that's a rough estimate we've got a couple ones summer of love and doubt i've got them uh we'll start with summer of love because i have a little bit more to say about it actually which one do you want to start with i'll let you decide uh we can start with that Summer of Love one, yeah. We'll start with start. So yeah, Summer of Love featuring Unknown Mortal Orchestra, Baker Matt remix. So we've got a nice little, uh, nice little Summer of Love remix, which I wasn't, you know, I wasn't crazily expecting a remix basically for every single, but it kind of feels like we're getting one now. So uh, see what happens. And um, what are your uh, initial thoughts on uh, Summer of Love then, Ralph? What are you, uh, how are you feeling about this remix? So um, I really liked it. It was it was funky. It was groovy. The the bass was just like I heard that bass kicking, especially on that first verse, and I was like just like making a face that I don't even know if I could make it again. Um, and like you know the horn and how it was like a little bit sped up and everything. I mean I love that song already, and then that it was it was good. I'm not like admittedly I will say that I'm not always huge on remixes. Sometimes I just feel like they're cheap and they're just kind of like, hey, I changed a couple things or like whatever. And here's here's kind of the same song, but a little bit different again. But I will say I didn't feel that about this one. It felt fresh. It felt very, you know, original. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It's probably something I will definitely put in regular rotation. Yeah, I um, I quite like this as well, actually, to be honest. I yeah. Uh... I refreshed my mind this morning, listened to it a couple couple of times. I will say, in terms of a remix, it kind of generally sounds like the same song, but the instrumentals have changed. They've kind of kept the vocals similar, which I quite like. Um, I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna push back a little bit and say, you know, I think it is maybe a little bit more safer of a remix because we'll talk about doubt in a moment, which uh, is a little bit crazier, again, but. Uh, yeah, I definitely feel like this one, yeah, the uh, the higher tempo, it's a lot faster, but it's actually only like five seconds quicker than the original album version. So, um, you know, they've obviously trimmed stuff out and pushed stuff together, uh, or Baker might have, 
I really like the additional use of the saxophone. I don't. I know it's. I know it's in Summer of Love, but I don't remember it being that prominent. It definitely feels more like boosted in this one. I don't know how you feel about it. Yeah, it, it definitely was a lot more in your face. Um, and I guess it just boils yeah. down to how you feel about the instrument of the saxophone. Again, it is already there in Summer of Love. Um, it like, yeah, I. I don't think it like I don't know I don't think it added nor subtracted really from from the remix. Uh, again, my big thing was for the instrumentals was like the bass and the drums, especially like that's what I really loved. And this, the sax was like it was there, it was cool, but it did also just kind of feel like you know a sped up version of what was already there. So that kind of that kind of goes back to the point I was making earlier. Like yeah, like because they did kind of you know they kind of make it the focus of the remix since it's so in your face, but it's definitely the most in your face of, of all the, uh, the instrumentals in, mm. in the remix. But okay. I personally don't think it's the strongest part either. So it's kind of like that, like slippery slope where it's definitely like you, you hear the sax, you're not like, you're not missing that. But again, for me, there was cooler okay. things in tucked away in the background of, of the remix that I liked more personally. Nice, but yeah, over, over overall, I actually uh, maybe a more gentle remix. Um, definitely not like a full reconstruction. Uh, I'm always curious how these are set up. Like, does the artist approach the band? Do they approach Ridge, or does like people do people know each other, or is John like, hey, take this? Would like would it would try something? Like, I wonder what the actual like crossover is for this because. How do these things happen? I don't know. I'll be quite curious to know. Maybe if I uh, ever get the chance to uh, talk to anyone from the band again, I will. Uh, maybe I'll ask that question. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Maybe. I, do you have any like opinions on how these things happen? Any 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 knowledge? I'm maybe not as knowledgeable. No. Yeah. I. Uh, I'm in the same boat as you. Like, I feel like. I feel like they just have so many friends that stuff just kind of happens naturally organically for them sometimes um you know it's like i don't know like you said who who knows at the end of the day but yeah. it probably is just kind of like a hey cool song i wonder you know i'm curious if they like do they make the remix and then send it to them and be like hey does this sound cool to you and then like if it's cool you can release it or is it just kind of like let's do this i don't know it's a good hmm. it's a good thought you know i i wonder because obviously they've imagine the amount of things they've had to sign off for like feel it still remixes and kind of like what's the uh how, how do people get paid for that is it 50 50 is it 70 30 like i'm kind of curious about the details of this show me the contracts show me the contracts ralph i want to know i'm curious like <laughs> signed Huawei. how much to atlantic need to uh demonetize me again <sighs> anyway i won't go down that i won't go down that path oh they're they're funny to work with yeah they are fine using a song, but if I use the music video, they're like, well, you've gone too far, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. I don't like <laughs> yeah, it. how dare no, you, Mark? That is my expression. That is my, like, uh, that's my feeling with them. They, I, I, I can't upload the videos if I include videos, but the actual song, they're like, no problem. Very weird, YouTube. Hmm. One day, one day we'll figure it out, but yeah. Uh, any, any final thoughts about summer of love remix by baker matt and uh anything else you want to say about it uh i don't doubt? think so yeah no. let's go into doubt no. okay so 
We have a second one, uh, Doubt Mimazor Remix. Wow. <laughs> uh, a metallic PTM crossover. I didn't, I didn't have that one. I wasn't expecting anything like that. Wow, uh, that was something. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> quite quite liked it actually. Um, probably enjoyed the Summer of Love one. If I had to like rank them, I'd probably enjoy the Summer of Love one more. But I really liked Doubt originally. I don't think it needs a remix, but glad to have it there. What do you have? A, what do you have? A thoughts wise on this this metallic Doubt version? Yeah, like you mentioned. Uh... There's there's such thing as as a safe remix of something, and this was not it. This was it's like no, I don't no, think no, it no. gets more. I don't think it gets more night and day than this. Um, but I mean, it's no secret how much the band loves metal music, um, and so I bet I bet they loved doing this. It's probably really cool for them. Me personally, not a big metal person. Don't really listen to any metal. Um, you know, it's I I'll never be like, oh like I hate this genre, I hate this genre. There's always I I think there's always gonna be some songs within genres I'll enjoy here and there. And there are some metal songs that I do enjoy. It's just not really like it's pretty far down in the list of genres I would regularly listen to. Hmm. Um so like I, I checked out when it came out, you know, I'm gonna listen to it, I listened to it. I was like, Okay, like it's cool that they did this, but will I like will I maybe ever listen to it again, like voluntarily? Mm not likely but you know it's cool yeah and uh, again it's still it's kind of like ongoing marketing for the albums oh they're releasing features they're releasing this they're releasing this it kind of keeps that i like to use the term hype fire you know before the album started like we were we're rubbing the sticks together ralph we were rubbing the sticks we were trying to start the fire and then obviously like heavy games music video comes out bush we're going the fires are lit and then it's kind of it's been growing and growing been blowing into it we're trying to get the fire and then the album comes out and now you know we don't really want that dwindling to sort of wear away a little bit so we're going to keep we're going to throw some wood on the uh, on the fire try and keep it going a little bit longer and i think little things like this to remind us um we'll talk about it in a moment but uh, some other things as well that they're doing outside of releasing music to kind of keep themselves in kind of front and center of attention and you mentioned about doing a remix of people they know. Maybe they had a contact with someone at this band, this metallic band, which I'm not really not familiar with metal. I mean, that folk country, no clue. Don't, not in my wheelhouse at all, so I have no idea. Um, not massively my thing, but I enjoyed it. I really like the uh, kind of edited doubt music video as well. Um, it's kind of like it's shot on a... Uh, I don't know if it's like an iPhone or a Polaroid camera, but it kind of has that like chunk missing. And it's, it, I don't know, the video looked uh, distinctly different. Kind of like how we had the, um, <clears throat> I don't know if you remember the lyric video for Dummy and how that yep. one's different. Yeah, like it's kind of, it's kind of like a 1.5. It's kind of like a, like a 1.5 video, like it's, similar mm-hmm. enough it's got the same themes but it's different enough where you're like oh like what's that what they did on set oh they did that shot as well okay oh there's john in a garage oh wow he's eating dog food wow and in this one it's oh wow a few more different like <laughs> scenes of like uh people running around in the snow and things like that and it's like, oh okay yeah i haven't got too many thoughts on this one to be honest i uh that's fine with it yeah uh yeah i don't know 
So yeah. do you have any do you have anything else you want to say about the Doubt Mims or Ring? I mean, I'll link both these down below if anyone's missed them on YouTube. So you just click the link and go, Oh, I remember this or oh I didn't get around to seeing this because I was mentioned a couple of podcasts ago. Some people just I think most people are like this, but they see a remix and they're like, eh. Eh. And they just you know, like they just move on. So Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm uh definitely okay. guilty of that sometimes. Yeah. I but um, as well, a little bit. Yeah, but I will say, you know, Mark said he's gonna put the link down, and if you haven't watched the music video, um, anyone who participates in the PTM framed every Monday, um, study up because it might come up in one of them. So <laughs> you do remixes as well now. Oh bloody hell, they're getting tough. I am not a very good framed player. <laughs> Hurdle, I can hang. I can hang with Hurdle. Framed, no chance. Christ. <laughs> yeah, I a couple of, the same thing as as I mentioned with the hurdle. It's like I either get it in one or I don't get it at all. It's like I don't know. I'm I'm surprised how how poorly I've been doing with those. It's really tough hurdle. It's it's tough. Like you have to you're doing music video research. Like I don't know. Like, I watch them a couple of times. Like I couldn't tell you what's frame for frame in the dummy video. But as soon as I see Tank Dog, I'm like, well, it must be that. You know, I yeah. <laughs> They're tough. Um, yeah. Again, do you have any uh, anything else you want to say about this remix? Or, uh, um, are we satisfied? No, I don't think so. No, we're feeling. Yeah. Good. Okay. We've obviously had some remix, had some other things. Uh, John has been busy podcasting, a bit like we are now, a bit like uh, he's been doing. Apparently, he's been on one with Zoe and then one with Danny Brown, uh, talking about everything from like health. Francis, everything like that. Uh, I I would normally do like a deep dive for these, but I think it's better people just individually go and listen to them at the source. So I'll be leaving links for them down in the description so people can just go check them out from the source. Plus, if I go through two full podcasts, this will be an extra hour long. And really, do you need to hear it from me when you can just hear it from the source? Um, I'm not sure if there were any major like takeaways, anything. I don't know. I, Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I'm forgetting something, Ralph. But like, there isn't any like breaking news or anything uh, from these interviews. But for the general public, obviously, it's more more attention towards what's happening to Francis. Well, we recently went over three hundred k. I think uh, that that number on the donation poll, uh, do- sorry, donation target keeps increasing as well. So, which is awesome to see. Yeah. So I I don't know how you. Have you got any general thoughts about these uh these podcasts? What do you uh, what do you think? Um, you not really. I I did watch the uh the full one with Danny Brown. It's because I thought that was such a funny pairing, John and Danny Brown. Like I would have never predicted that in a million years. But uh, yeah, there they were, and I watched the whole thing front to back, and it was cool. It was funny to watch them interact. Um, but so I was like, if you, if you're into both of them, I would definitely recommend. Like, it's a quick watch. It's like. Mm maybe 30 to 45 minutes, which is like, I guess not a super quick watch, but I kind of just had it on in the background while I worked. But uh, mm. yeah, it's, it's, it was, it was interesting. It was funny. Yeah. Also, I'll, um, again, as I mentioned, I'll leave links down below. Go and go check them out and go and uh, go support them. Go support John because, you know, he comes on, uh, he goes on people's podcasts sometimes and he sits down and gets deep and talks about things, you know, don't always get that with a lot of, that's what you should do but yeah, he's pretty he's pretty open when he when he can be obviously when he's not a parent and or writing music or whatever um he's happy to uh talk about the the process and um life and 
shoving a Grammy up his backside and everything in between, you know, as as you would do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also wanted to talk about Ralph. Uh, we can go a little bit more in depth with this one. Another news topic. Another thing that happened. Uh, KEXP. Now this is a like a radio station up in Seattle. If you've not seen the YouTube channel, they kind of do like in studio sets, like in front of an audience set, and they get bands on who are kind of touring. Maybe they're in the area. Maybe like the day before a show or the the morning of or the afternoon. They'll get the band on. They'll play a couple of songs, and it's kind of intimate kind of a different kind of experience and they always do pretty good stuff the youtube channel i mean they've had so many artists on there like some of my favorite groups are on there and they've performed and i think it's been their third time now the band have been on there three times i could be wrong ralph i don't know three or four kind of with every major album release they've been on there and uh they did about a 25 minute set have you uh have you seen what did you think how did you feel did you enjoy it lots of questions yeah i i mean they like PTM and KEXP is like hand in hand. Like they, you know, they always play a good set. This one was definitely, I think, a little bit more like laid back than their previous sets, which like oh, I was yeah. kind of going through the YouTube, the YouTube comments and some people were like, oh, this is the best thing we've ever seen. And other people were like, oh, this is boring. This sucks. So it's like, I mean, you're never going to please everybody, whatever. But um, yeah, and I, the w- one thing I like to point out is I love that they threw uh, Still American in there with you know you know playing mostly newer songs and kind of closing out with that one um i did really really it was cool to see that but um yeah i mean i I definitely enjoyed it yeah we've definitely seen a slight resurgence i mean with so american being thrown in from time to time ever since the um bernie rallies as well i think they played it there i think they kind of chopped it in and out every now and again uh it's probably one of the more popular ones off in the mountain and the cloud which for a while was their third oldest album which is, is kind of weird but yeah I suppose you've got Woods, you've got Chris Black, Woodstock, Evil Friends but they're playing bits from everything but again I uh, I actually really enjoyed this set I um, I, I mean I, I enjoyed pretty much all of their sets <laughs> I think they're all pretty good I liked how different this one was this was a lot more laid back a lot more chill they played stuff a little slower jammed out a little longer um, I have to I'll be honest I have to come for KEXP I don't know if you've seen the video. I don't know, Ralph, if you look at the YouTube timestamps, they've got the music video names all wrong. They've got oh, them. I didn't see that. I don't know. We can we can do a live reaction. I don't know if you can bring it up on your phone or anything right now while you're... Uh, if you can have a look without it playing. <laughs> I mean, it is... Uh, I don't know if they've edited them, but I was like... Is it this isn't their right. description? It's like... We, yeah, it's, it'll be in the description. But the rest are... Yeah, the rest the rest are completely wrong. So I'm I'm looking at them here. Uh, Darkness, which have they released a new song called Dark? I don't think so. And then we've got Get on the Dance. <laughs> what, I mean, you already know which must be um, uh, Summer of Love, I suppose. Yeah, it must be. And then Ghost Town. They got Ghost Town right. Fair play. Uh, the end. That the last of a show. Halfway through the set, the end apparently. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> stand by me. They're covering Stand by. Incredible. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Running. Running. We're just calling it running. That's not right at all. Uh, <laughs> which is uh, anxiety clarity, I sp- suppose. But then they're so American. So they got Ghost Town, so American, right? 
I don't want to give too much flame to KEXP because I really like what they do. I thoroughly enjoy uh, watching their videos and watching their live sets. But come on, guys. Come on. <laughs> Running. Yeah. Stand by me. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't... I mean, I don't know if those are, like, auto-generated or if someone, like, just completely mistyped. There might be an intern this week that gets in trouble. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Especially when Stand By Me gets uh, flagged. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, wait, what? <laughs> they covered what? No. Um, but, you know, I actually really enjoyed this set and uh, got a lot of homework for everyone. A lot of things left in the description if you haven't seen it. It's about a, about a 25, 20, 25-minute set. I think it was pretty good. Got some good takes on basically everything off, uh, you know, all the hits off the new album. Say hits, they're all hits. Uh, but I, yeah, I think it was it was pretty cool to see. I was kind of I wasn't expecting it, but when I heard that they were on KEXP, I was like, oh, nice, get another thing to enjoy. Um, pretty good as well. Working when I'm working, it's nice something like that to put on. I don't want anything too heavy. I don't know about you, Ralph. I don't really want anything too blaring at me and like. Oh, uh, for the senses, I kind of like maybe a little smoother, something you know, vibe too while I'm working. Not too, not too in your face. So this was really appreciating, and uh, it was a good set, very good set, very solid. One of their, however many they've done this year. Yeah, yeah, I did, and I mean, you know, people that like say it's too so. Like this is this is Portugal, the man we're talking about. Like their their acoustic yeah. stuff. And like their slower stuff, it's some of the best stuff they do. They're good at that. Not that they're not good at like the loud, in your face, blaring stuff, but like, you know. I will also say, I think it's good that we get a slightly different take when we're in the live atmosphere as well. When you're there in person, you've got the live version. It'd be a bit boring if they played the exact, like, if they played the studio album version. Played it note for note, exactly the way they did. No jamming, just by the numbers. I think you'd get it, you know, zazz it up a little bit. You might make someone's song that they didn't like before. Actually, I like it from this perspective now. So, you know, when, you know, if they play Champ, you know, because I'd probably say Champ is my least favourite off the new album. I don't know about you, Ralph. I don't want to start dissing anything, but that's kind of like, <laughs> we, we, we can still off the new album. I just, I don't know. It hasn't stuck with me too much. Um, if they kind of did a remix for that, I'm like, oh, okay, I see it from this perspective. You know, I could be now a fan of that. But if you do the same thing every time, Plus, if you come live, you want to see something, you you were there for it, kind of. You had to be there. I don't like using that phrase, but you had to be there to catch that thing. Yeah, uh, do you have any other, um, do you have any other thoughts about this? What, uh, what did you, uh, what else did you think? I'm trying to think if I have anything else. I don't. All I can say is if you haven't seen it, go, go watch it. Huh? And, um, yeah, go give some support to KXP. Go give them a, go give them a like as well. Yeah, go, they deserve go, it. They're awesome. Bully, yeah, bully him in the comment section about the timestamps. But yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah tell him we sent you. <laughs> yeah, t- tell him I sent. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, awesome. We uh, uh, I don't know if you saw this, Ralph, but I posted. Yeah, and uh, talking about Dylan last time, we actually discussed what is Portugal the man's spookiest song. So basically, it was around the time of Halloween. So we're kind of discussing. You know, what would be considered as the, like, maybe Halloween song, spooky song, that kind of thing. And I'm kind of curious, actually, what do you think of, um, what you think your, uh, Portugal the Man's spookiest song is, or something you put in contention. 
So that's a great question. And I think in like, a, in its own weird way, I want to say all your light for me might be my picks because it it's like such a, an intense, like in your face song. And there's a lot of like dissonance and it, it's just a really heavy, heavy song. So maybe not like spooky and like, like the ooh ghost kind of way, but spooky and like, uh, in the intense way. Yeah, not 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 quite in the uh, the like we're gonna make you jump kind of way, but yeah, no, it's kind of a it's kind of got a gruesome to it, which we kind of got a lot of in the comments. Is I was kind of expecting, I was kind of expecting all your light ghost town that sort of thing, but we got a few things of church mouth and waiter and kind of a bit of everything really, which it's kind of cool because everyone's got a different perspective of what spooky is. I just thought I'd just ask the question really, and it was fun to be honest to get some. Uh, so to get the community on another question but that was last podcast question and now we have another one uh, for this time you know it's coming up to the end of the year Ralph end of December end of the show I was thinking you know end of the live show what's the you know so I thought what would be the best end of show song a Portugal the Man live show and uh, I was kind of curious what everyone put because I thought Sleep Forever would be nailed on. Everyone would just be every comment would be that. It'd be like, You're stupid. Why are you asking this? You're a fool, all that sort of thing. But no, we've got a we've kind of got some mixed ones. I've only just had a quick look at it and we'll go through them in a moment. But I'll start with you because you're here. What is your uh, when you get to go see them finally? What would you like the last, the capper to be for the live show? You know, I, I hate to be like stuck in the past on this one, but I think it's because. I never got to see it live and I always wish I had and I'm going to steal the top comment. Um, that um, jam they used to do of the Sleep Forever, Smile, and Hey Jude was like, that used to blow my mind. So, they, you know, mm. that was kind of that tour that they were first doing right around the time I got into them. And um, and I, was see, I would see these live videos and they would end their shows like that. And I was just so blown away by how, how one, how well it worked and just how good it sounded and how like, it, it's crazy. Like it's so such a good way to end a show, such a powerful, impactful and like really, really like drives, drives the show to its end. Um, I would love to see that part live. And I know again, that was years ago, stuck in the past. People are probably thinking, no, like we want something new. We want a new, we want something like that, but new, but like, that would be that would be my dream. That one is just it's too good. Yeah, no, I I've seen plenty of live shows online and kind of vods and stuff where they end with that sleep forever smile. Hey Jude, kind of mash up at the end there and a bit of jamming in the end and it's like ten minutes long, just that one like combination of things. But it's wonderful. It really is. It truly is. And I, I it's tough to kind of beat it. But again, we're going to go through the comments and we'll start off with a lazy guided melody. Hello, Josh, if you're listening, who I've had on a couple of times. I actually did the Chris Black kind of review with him, which uh, was pretty cool. Well, pretty cool. Good to go in-depth with him on that one. And his top comment is, uh, I mean, Sleep Forever is like the perfect song to end on. The Firefly 2018 with the end of that, Sleep Forever, Smile, Hey Jude. How do you top that? Although I will say when they ended with Devil slash Helter Skilter slash Sludge Jam in 2013, that shit was nuts. Now, that's also a pretty cool one. I don't remember that one too much. I'm going to have to look back and refresh my memory on that one. Are you, uh, are you a helter-skelter devil <laughs> slush champ? Two, two uh, covers on that one. 
which I, I know some people are contentious of, but how do you feel about that one as a capper? Um, that, that's another really good one. I mean, Josh, he really, he really pulled the good answers. <laughs> so it's, no wonder he's the top comment. Um, Cause that one too, that one is like, it's heavy. It is sludgy. Like it, it's a good, it's a good way to describe it. Like it's, uh, yeah, that one, it's like, that one hits hard. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, he also goes on to say that, um, the sort of purple, yellow, red and blue has been pretty rad a few times. You know, we're a little, little biased that maybe in the future, he also goes on to say anxiety clarity would make an amazing end of set song because, uh, who doesn't like to go to Disneyland? I don't know. I think that's a good way to end it. I don't know. It'd be confusing for people walking past. Be like, what the fuck is going on here? Why is that Paul Williams? We're not going anywhere, Paul. Leave us alone. And commenting off him was Lyndon, who uh, goes, Sleep Forever and Mornings are both excellent. Um, excellent album and live show closings. Yeah, because Mornings of Satanic Satanist and Majestic Majesty. Yeah, closing that one off. Yeah, I really like Mornings as well. Pretty... Pretty heartfelt, pretty powerful one. Kind of both, both pretty good. Kind of like the, you know, mornings walked so sleep forever could run. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> if that's a, yeah, that's a good way to put it. That's a good way yeah, to put it. Yeah, I don't it. know. I think I think they're both pretty good. Um, yeah. Uh, have you? Uh, I don't know. You want to jump in and read any other comments here that you picked picked out or in the next one along? So yeah, I do like the next um, comment by Squash My Lemon saying open with Plastic Soldiers and with Smile just like the album so basically just saying play evil friends I think that's really funny let's see um, well, I'm seeing a lot of Sleep Forever and you and the Hate Another comment for Hey Jude um, there's one down at the bottom which is a different one is I'd like to hear number one as a closing song um, that'd be kind of interesting especially considering that's more of a of an intro song um but that i mean that's a cool song so that would be that'd be a cool one to end with yeah i, I feel like that one is i mean i actually listened to woodstock the other day all the way through front to back and i haven't like for a little while um man it hasn't hasn't aged that well i don't know how you feel ralph like the whole album i, I chris black is just foreign this is a massive tangent I don't know. I, I I was a little disappointed. I was like, this just kind of pales in, in comparison, you know. I don't know. I I I think Chris Black is just so much to tons of like what were we doing? But you know, we had to have Woodstock to kind of cross over this kind of like genre change that they kind of, even though they always consider themselves genreless. But I don't know. Um, I I I like number one. I like it live a lot better. I will say that there is a good YouTube. Um, video of them playing it live and it's like a little bit longer it's like kind of like slowed down and oh it's, oh it's amazing it's audio quality rubbish but it sounds amazing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just having a quick look here 1989 by b-dan now that is that kind of like builds up it's kind of that big um oh God, i can't think of what the word is but kind of builds up slowly and it's a big powerful punchy ending yeah, that's another good one. They have a lot of contentious stuff. Um, sleep Forever with Smile. Yep, Sleep Forever again. Uh, just looking here. Purple, Yellow, Red and Blue. Yeah, we kind of see a kind of a lot of them, but definitely not a cover. No, definitely not a cover. There's a... Ale Who. I can't quite pronounce that. 
Yeah, definitely not a cover. I did suggest that because obviously the Hey Jude thing is technically a cover, so I thought I'd throw that in there. I I kind of have to, for me, I think Sleep Forever, but I don't know, I'd kind of... It depends if they do an encore or not, because obviously you have like the main set and then maybe they'll come back out and we'll play like three of the fan favourites. You know, with and if they do that, I'm still fine with that because that'd be cool. You know, that'd be a good, uh, good set. I'd still take it. I'll take anything at this point. I mean... Yeah, I'll take a sure. live showing of American Ghetto, as random as that is, if they wanted to play that through. I think, I think they could still do that. I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, speaking of, When the War Ends would be a cool live show under two, because I yeah. don't, I mean, I mean, I can't recall ever seeing, like, I'm, no, I'm they assuming didn't... they must have played it live back in the day, but, not... like, any time in the past few, and definitely not any time, like, recently, right? With American Ghetto, it was kind of a thing. I think they made it. They were in the studio for like ten days or something, or maybe less than that. And they kind of like they kind of put it out there. And I think that was at the time where they got that out, and then they got signed to Atlantic. A bit after right. that, so they were like, okay, we have more money. We can spend a little bit more on like budget for like a studio. This things so would have to rush it. Blah, 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 blah. Exactly, we can spend a little bit more time. But I kind of like the idea of. Because they've done this a few times with albums. Been like, oh, let's just go in the studio for two weeks and just, you know, see what flows, see what comes out of it. And I mean, the fact that we have Sleep Forever, we have uh, Plastic Soldiers, we have 1989 came up. Quite a few things, you know. Um, what else am I forgetting? But I, I, I do think the Helter Skelter one, yeah, it's another cool one. I, I'm surprised that there was more variety, actually. Mornings as well. Yeah, that's that's another solid one. So there's like four or five contentious ones. Uh, I think Sleep Forever is probably the best one. It is also a little bit emotional, which is quite nice. There's quite a lot of emotion with that one. It's about death and moving on, essentially. Or pres- but I, not presume, I know. So yeah, that one that one hits home, hits hard for me. Uh, yeah, I... Yeah, <laughs> Just uh, I haven't got too much more to say to be honest, but yeah, um, good stuff, good stuff. I think I don't know. I think these are good, uh, good points of contention for the community to like debate. Like, what is the now? Nah, and I think I think it's a good thing now. I'll be doing I'll be doing every podcast now. I'll have like something uh, something kind of lightning rod off to get the community. But you know, I think I think it was good. I think it uh, it posed some good things. But yeah, I I think Sleep Forever is probably. Kind of because they just I don't know they had a good streak of doing it so long but they kind of mix and match with the the live shows at the moment so yeah whatever they do they play well so can't really complain yeah. too much you can't go wrong no definitely can't have you got any uh, final thoughts anything else any other shouts you want to give to uh, like why isn't guns 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 the uh... <laughs> I can't they end with that <laughs> probably probably just be left no. alone. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, no, I don't think I have any more thoughts on that one. I will say I'd be curious to see if anxiety clarity starts to creep in as like a closer or like maybe a segment of that, maybe a segment of something else. You know, check it a bit of this, yeah. a bit of that, because they kind of, I I can't, you know, the live show sheets that kind of get posted around like the Reddit and the Discord, they kind of tweak a little bit, but they kind of seem to play a little bit off every album, which is pretty cool. Maybe barring. It's complicated being a wizard. Yeah, and they'll always play like a purple, yellow, red and blue and then feel it still. Some people, you know, I I considered that as well because 
maybe it keeps the normies there to the end of the show. It's like you've got to get this. Oh, then you get what you hit the carrots at the end. We're dangling the carrots at the end of the show, though. You've got to wait. Got to be patient for it. But you, you know, um, got to earn it. Got to earn it. Yeah, because they definitely did feel it still a few times at the end of the show. And uh, you know, there was stuff like the big, uh, the big monitor behind them when they're playing live and. It would be like, oh, here's here's the one your mum likes or something, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. oh, here's the one you've all been waiting for. And there we go. They sing it for two minutes, 30 seconds, and then move on straight away. I I think they're maybe, they're not done with it, but yeah, I don't know. Just thinking out loud for a moment, Ralph, there was a time where they were done with People Say, and I don't think they wanted to play that anymore live. I think they might be getting there with Feel It still. I think they might be putting yeah. that one on ice. Yeah, I can, I can see... I can see it being retired in the near future. It's kind of like they're like we talked about. We talked about Foster the People a little while ago. It's kind of like they're pumped up kicks. Like yeah, yeah. They don't play that live at yeah. all. I, I I kind of think of it as like the Killers, Mr. Brightside, but that's actually yep listable. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they played that fifteen hundred times. I think I saw in an article once, and I'm like, bloody hell! I know it's a bit older, yeah. but like that's just think about that. Like that's that's just too many times. But anyway, thank you again. If you haven't got anything else you want to poach out, I'll just say, yeah, thank you everyone to uh, submitting for community questions. I think, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll keep doing them. We'll keep, if people keep answering, I'll keep doing them until no one answers one and then we'll stop. So there you go. But I think it's a good way to kind of branch, gauge the community and uh, see what people are thinking. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. I want to say thank you, uh, Ralph, for getting this far in the podcast but uh thank you for coming on i should say but you're not quite out of the woods yet no 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 got one more t- one more thing left on the docket the ptm song game quiz uh, you said beforehand that you'd seen a couple of the shows so and maybe like how tricky people are finding these so uh how are you uh how are you feeling before we uh before we get quizzing how are you feeling pre-quiz i uh i you know i have not done today's yet so um i you know really have no idea what it is and uh but it's what what really gets me is like whenever i hit play i always know when it's a a something magic song off it's complicated being a wizard um because you can just tell but like i have not even try as i may like guessing every single magic i can you know you only get the six guesses but i've still never even guessed one right like i haven't even gotten lucky and gotten one right so those ones are always like whenever I hear it, I'm like, oh great, this one's an L for today. But uh, but yeah, overall, it's kind of it, it just depends because some of them I haven't listened to in so long. And then like you have uh, Waiter is definitely one that I have listened to like by far the least. So like those ones come up, and those ones I'm really not too sure about. But you know, as you get more toward the newer stuff, I I haven't been having too much trouble. Um, and Hurdle Framed, awesome, brilliant. We've got our own show on the podcast. The PTM song quiz. That's what I meant. Sorry, I didn't realize you'd go on that tangent oh, for a moment. No, it's sorry. Good. It's, no, yeah. no, no, it's all good. I haven't. I'll, I'll jump on the framed and uh, get embarrassed again after this. And uh, also notice that Dylan is actually one ahead of us on the, um, uh, yeah, on the hurdle because he's uh, his time zone is he's in the future actually. So um, he's got that witchcraft. But yeah, we've. Uh, We've got the song game quiz. Ten questions, yes or no kind of questions. Got to ask them. It's about one song from their entire discography. You've got to whittle it down. What am I thinking? I've got it written down here on my Word document, uh, ready to go. Right. 
Do you have any questions before we start? I, I will say a good hint, maybe later down in the air, like when you struggle. Obviously, the last question has to be a guess. Um, a good one would be to ask, have we mentioned it today? Okay. Yes or no. If you want, you don't have to use it, but one to like break it up if you're struggling towards the end. But I would, I would try and get it down to the album pretty quickly, or the EP. Okay. Or if it's a single, because one day I'm going to do the endangered song or yeah boy or something, and people are going to struggle. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't, haven't been that mean yet. But um, have you got any questions, or do you think you're ready to go, ready to begin with the questioning? I think we're ready to go. I don't know why I thought you were talking about the hurdle. My brain just went toward <laughs> no, the hurdle. But, um, but no, I, best, I mentioned yeah. games. I didn't specify the one on there. No, <laughs> that's fair enough. The hurdle and uh, framed are very good. Very good. I can both a lot. But yeah, once you're, uh, if you want to start off with your first question, we'll, uh, we'll get rock and rolling. Yeah, I'm going to pull up their stuff as a reference, unless that's cheating. But I... So I know what questions to ask. No, no, it's okay. I'm surprised people haven't done that more often. To be honest, I mean, if you think you have everything in front of you, that is okay. Is ooh, is is the album that the song is on? Did it come out in the year 2013 or earlier? Uh, earlier. Okay. Let's see. I'm like looking through them. I'm, I'm, I'm going to think of really specific questions and try to get this uh, down. If that's. Uh, you've had one question, so. Okay. Um, ooh. Is it from an album or, or an EP? Uh, well, I, I do yes or no questions, so. If you, oh, if you okay. pick one and then... Yeah, otherwise it gets complicated because you could ask, is it on one of these three albums? And I... Right, yes, right. No, that's fair. That's, that's fair. fair. So, is it from an EP? No. Okay. Is... Is the... Um, is the album title alliterative? Uh, no. Okay. That was what, three questions, four questions? You've asked three questions, you have your fourth. Okay. Talk it talk it out. You can speak it out loud, like what are you thinking? Like thinking like Well so yeah, so I just saying. the alliterative question, it I did eliminate a couple now with that question. Because, um, you know, if that one was a yes, that would have narrowed it down quite a bit. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm looking at the ones I have left to try to find a good common, common theme here. Well, is it from, is it from their first album? Is it from Wait Till You Vultures, their first album? No. Okay. So just to double check so far, you've asked if it's uh, an EP, if it's 2013 or earlier, it was earlier. So uh, you asked 
if it's a studio album, or sorry, if it was an EP, I said no. You asked if it was alliterative, I said no. And if you asked if it was the first album, that was also no. Just just for people at home checking. Okay, I gotta make a good move here. Get the album down. Well, how many have you got left? How many can you choose from? Like, talk it out to me. So you, not the first one. I, be- I believe there's, I believe there's three, unless I'm mistaken. Right. Um, so of those, of those three, I'm, I'm trying to think of a good question that I, like, I don't just eliminate one at a time. I'm trying to nail it here. So let's see. Duration, something like that. Could be year. Uh, could be artwork on the album or something. Does the ooh? See, album cover have uh, John's mustache on it. It does. Yes. <laughs> that is your fifth question. You have four more and a guess. Okay. So what is this? You think this is a? You've narrowed it down to one of. I I think there's still it could still be another one. But, but what are you, what are you leaning towards with your gut then? I'm I'm leaning. I see the mustache question is tough because now I'm down to church mouth and and in the mountain and the clouds because they both technically do have this mustache on them. Okay. You could just uh, ask one of them to cut it down just to be sure. Yeah, is it on church? Sorry? No, I was going to say, is it on Church Mouth? Because that's what I'm yes. leaning towards. It is on the album right. Church Mouth. Is the title of the song one word? No. That was your seventh question. So we're down to non-worded ones of Church Mouth. You're doing all right. That was a good question to ask, because there's a fair few worded uh, ones. <laughs> Um, um, ooh. So, looking at the track listing, would I find it on the first half, meaning songs one through six, or the second half? So, well, okay, I guess it, yes or no, is it on the first half, meaning is it song one through six? It is on the first half, yes. Okay. Ooh. But it's not one word, so that gives me still a few options, but... And you've got one more guess, uh, one more question, and then a guess. So you really could narrow this down pretty well to a one and two, potentially. Yeah. You, you should, you've, you've got a good chance. You've got 33% chance. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, is the title more than two words? No. Okay. You were hoping for yes there, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, that would I would have had it right there. So we're down. Okay, so to... now I have now I have a guess. You've got a guess which one it is. You've got a fifty-fifty shot, as far as I'm aware. Fifty-fifty shot. I, well, I think there's three on here. That could be between. Well, hang on. No, you said the oh. first half of the album. Yes, yeah, so there's there's uh, Churchmouth, Sugar Cinnamon, and My Mind are all first half non one word answers. This is true. This is true. Hmm. So actually, so you've I... got, yeah, you've got one in a thirty three percent chance of guessing. 
What are you thinking? I'm, I'm going to say that my, my mind is telling me it's my mind. It's getting tough, this quiz. Because every episode, I've got to tell someone they got the wrong one. <sighs> From 2007, Sugar Cinnamon off Church Mouth is this episode's guess. Ah, oh, you got so close. Uh, I know, I... that was... Those were actually the two I was between was My Mind and Sugar Cinnamon, and I kept, like, back and forth in my head, but... Damn, you had to get to the album a bit, maybe a question earlier. But then the divide yeah. in the first half and the second half, no one's done that. That's a very good question. Or maybe they haven't, I've forgotten. But that was a well, good way it, of splitting it. Because I, I wasn't going to There you go. Any, I was going to say, there you go. Any future guests, there's a, uh, there's a good question to ask. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely a good question. But yeah, Sugar Cinnamon, track two off Churchmouth studio album. Not the vinyl, which includes like 17 which is a nice little track. I don't know if you've heard that one, but uh, yeah, mm -hmm. that's, off, uh, that's off there. But yeah, um, unlucky, good effort. It's difficult when you're under the pressure. You're like 10 questions. Wow, I've, got to, I've really got to get it. And then uh, you don't quite get that yeah. answer straight away. Maybe you don't quite get the answers you were hoping for. For some reason, I thought my mind had one word in the title. For some my brain just decided <laughs> to stop working. But, uh, that's bad. <laughs> but anyway, I um, just want to say thank you, Ralph, for coming on today. Pretty short, fairly no, short notice for this, and uh, yeah, thank you for coming on. You've been a really insightful guest, uh, provided good knowledge, it's been good to chat to you. We actually had a fair bit in common, Portugal the man-wise, so that's always pretty cool to have. Um, yeah. Yeah, so no, do you have any uh, anything you want to close out the show, anything you want to like throw people to, anything you want to like promote or anything? Now the floor is yours for a little bit, so uh, go ahead. Uh, well, yeah, first things first is I want to say thank you for having me um, and for doing this in the first place. It's awesome. It's cool. And I, you know, look forward to the episodes. I think it's been great for the community. And I know, you know, a lot of other people that love it too. Um, yeah, no, just shout out everyone in the Discord. Shout out everyone from the Reddit. Like, again, this is like the best community, I like music wise. I'm a part of everyone's like, you know, everyone's cool, everyone's chill, everyone loves to talk about whatever. Um and you know, just feel free to always feel free to reach out to me about whatever I know. I don't like always like super participate in the Discord and I don't really like use Reddit that much, but like I still look. I'm I'm always looking. I'm lurking, I'm there. I, I see things. Uh so yeah, just, if you ever have a question or need something or just want to chat about whatever, just you know, hit me up on Discord, hit me up on Reddit. Don't use the uh, don't use the Reddit chat function because I won't see it. Use it. Oh. <laughs> use the <laughs> use the uh, um, DM or use Discord. It'd be the best, the most likely that I'm going to see it. But uh, yeah, that's you know I've been oh, I've been part of this community for a long, long time now. It feels like so. Well, it has you know since that even probably ten something eleven years now at this point. So it's uh been really cool to see it grow we're actually coming up on um almost almost 10k in the in the subreddit which is wow. crazy because it was like Bloody hell. yeah so i i won't say too much especially because nothing is set in stone but myself and chris and our other mod zach who goes by port exe in the discord in the reddit um we have a separate chat, you know, we, we always try to come up with ideas and stuff to do. And we're trying to figure out something cool for, um, 
for hitting 10k um you know chris has been in touch with the band and rich and all of them trying to figure something out um again nothing set in stone so like you know i i can't say too much about what we've been throwing around but yeah hopefully we can get something uh hopefully we can get something set up because it's a huge milestone for us so yeah, nice little exclusive there. Thank you for that. I had no idea. I didn't realize. So I'll, uh, I'll go make 600 fake accounts now and uh, get us over the yeah. line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is John Forley, big fan. Yeah, I'm uh, <laughs> Juan Gawley, big fan as well. Yes. Lots of accounts like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Again, if you have any, you said Reddit, Discord, anything else, I can leave in the description unless you want to shout it out now. I don't know if you frequent social media but yeah ralph's pretty good he's one of the one of the mods on there one of the the two that i've had i haven't had too much interaction with poor TXE. um he's obviously busy with like hurdle and uh creating that and uh the framed and like doing the you know updates for that and bits, bits and pieces and he's got his own life so but yeah do you think uh oh just one last question who do you think i should have on here next who i haven't already had on anyone from the community or any anyone i mean i've i've got like dream guests that i want to get on here obviously you can it's not too hard to imagine who i'd like to get on here but yeah is there anyone i should be you want to shout out anyone i should call out um, on here? you know if you can since you just mentioned you haven't really interacted with him if you can catch zach or you know port exe um yeah you should have him on he's he's awesome he uh I'm another big fan he's been he's been money with me since the beginning too um me him and i'd be remiss if i didn't shout out um nico i just call him nico i think it's full thing is nico marcus on on reddit um no he's been there for even longer than any of us he doesn't really frequent the discord that much but he does a lot behind the scenes on the subreddit or okay. has in the past too um but yeah if you can catch if you can catch up with zach um he'd be a cool guest he has he has a lot of All cool right. stuff to talk about I I've probably prodded him once or twice, but just maybe not heard back from him because he's busy for, busy for whatever reason. But I'll I'll touch base with him again, maybe with Nico as well. I don't really, I know there were like five mods on the Reddit, and I've only interacted with now three of them. Thank you. And I'll get to talk to you a little bit more on here as well. So maybe I'll get all of them done and then down the line. But yeah, um, just wrapping up, I'd like to say thank you for listening. Uh, got some got some fun stuff, and uh, towards the end of this year, hopefully early next year get some more guests on hopefully get more stuff to cover maybe some tours to cover get the fans on and uh yeah if there's nothing else to say i'll just say thank you guys have a good one cheers